Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and last backlist, I talked about books, and on this very next show, I'm gonna do it some more. This is episode number 289 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi everyone, this is my last backlist episode of 2020. I'm not going away forever, you can't get rid of me that easily, and I'll totally be back in January, and I'll be on all the books later this month as well. This year has been, it's been something, hasn't it? I think a lot of us learn some things about ourselves, and if you live with a person or people, we've learned about them too. I am 11 books away from my reading goal for the year, which is surprising because I definitely had long stretches where I could not find focus for reading, which is extra hard because reading is my job. I'm often very goals-oriented, but this year it's enough to have survived, you know? Honestly, I don't know if I'm going to make a huge list of goals for 2021. Maybe I'll do something different, like what are some things I want to take with me and what are some things I want to leave behind, or maybe something squishy like what feelings or moods or vibes I want to cultivate in the next year. I'll definitely still have a reading goal because it sparks joy for me. Ooh, or maybe a goal will be to read more of a genre I don't read much of. Hmm. I also want to read more speculative fiction and more short stories because they bring me a lot of joy and I find I haven't been reading enough of them. Of course, though, it's hard to tear myself away from nonfiction completely, as evidenced by the books I'm going to talk about today. But before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from today's sponsor. Today I have two comics that are very, very different from each other. One is heavy, one is light, and I enjoyed both in different ways, and I'll start with the heavier one. My first book is Fun Home, a family tragicomic by Alison Bechtel. I have been meaning to read this graphic memoir for years, and I finally did. My main impetus being that I want to listen to the cast recording of the musical based on this book from, I think, 2015? The musical shares the title, Fun Home, was nominated for 12 Tony Awards and won five, including Best Musical, and it is the first Broadway musical with a lesbian protagonist. Me being me, I wanted to read the source material before I listened to the show. Many content warnings, suicide, verbal abuse, homophobic slurs, family dysfunction, which is always a weird term to me statutory rape, parental death, and also lots of discussion because the title, Fun Home, that's the term the author and her family used for the funeral home where the author's father, Bruce, was the funeral director. 
Alison Bechdel, the author, is not only known for her comics, but also for the creation of the Bechdel Test, aka the Bechdel-Wallace Test, which is a way to measure the representation of women in fiction. We often hear about it with regard to films, or at least I often hear about it in regard to films. This book, Fun Home, is not only a memoir, but as many memoirs, the author's clear attempts to make sense of her past, her family life, her parents' choices, and how she became who she is or was at the time of writing. Allison grew up in rural Pennsylvania. She has two brothers who she mentions throughout the book, but the focus is mainly on her father, Bruce, and her relationship with her father. She does also explore her relationship with her mother a bit, but most of that is in her second graphic memoir titled, Are You My Mother? Bechtel weaves so many threads into this story to give such a complicated and thoughtful telling about everything from her father's untimely death to her coming out as a lesbian to the meticulous details about her father's obsessive restoration of their gothic revival home. The story is not linear. It weaves in and out and spirals around and backtracks and then shoots forward. But Allison, her father, and their difficult relationship are always at the center. There are bits of joy in this book, but I'm not going to say it's a happy book. It's emotionally hard and sometimes even heartbreaking. I really think the fact that it's a comic adds to the depth of it. And if there are any people still holding on to that stereotype that comics are immature or lack profundity, then I definitely recommend this book to fall into their hands. Again, this title is Fun Home, a family tragicomic by Alison Bechtel. For my second book, I've chosen Goldie Vance, Volume 1 by Hope Larson, Brittany Williams, and Sarah Stern. Goldie Vance is an all-ages comic, and Volume 1 collects issues number 1 through number 4. I think that it was in issues for the first three volumes, which I have in issues, and then maybe Volume 4 and Volume 5 were just released as trades. So if my memory serving 12 individual issues and then a couple more trades extending the story. Today I'm going to talk about Volume 1 of this absolutely adorable comic that I love so, so much. This comic hits so many notes for me. Goldie Vance is a 16-year-old biracial queer teen. It's the 1960s, and she lives at a resort in Florida with her dad. Her dad manages the resort. Goldie is a valet, but she really, really wants to be the hotel detective. Side note, the hotel has an in-house detective. Of course, this sent me down a rat hole of did hotels actually have detectives at one time? And the short answer is yes, hotel detectives were totally a thing. So this hotel has a detective, Walter, who begrudgingly lets Goldie help with cases. After a bit of character intro, we meet Walter in his office, and there is a man in there who has had a piece of jewelry stolen from his luggage and wants Walter and Goldie to help find it. There is so much going on in this comic. Goldie's mom has a job as a mermaid in a tank at a club, which mermaids at clubs were also totally a thing. In fact, here in San Francisco, there is a club named Bimbo's 365. It opened in 1931 during the Great Depression and Prohibition and is one of my favorite event spaces. I'm telling you this because they are famous for Dolphina, the tiny naked mermaid in the fishbowl behind the bar. 
Really, it was usually a burlesque dancer or other woman performer who would be in a room and then a bunch of mirrors would kind of like periscope up to reflect a tiny six inch version of her in the fishbowl behind the bar. They stopped having a mermaid every night sometime by the end of the 60s and would only have one during very special occasions. And I went on New Year's maybe 10 years ago and there was totally a mermaid. It was so rad. But anyway, yes, Goldie's mom was a mermaid in a club. Goldie is friends with Cheryl, who works at the front desk and wants to be an astronaut. Goldie has a crush on Diana, the super hip, super hot girl who works at the record shop. And earlier I mentioned that Goldie is technically one of the valets at the resort. Fun fact, I love cars. I grew up with parents who are automobile obsessed, especially vintage cars. I have been to countless car shows in my life. I really love a girl who can drive and not just drive, but like really know how to drive. I'm not going to give everything away, but there is a drag race in this book and it is so much fun. Again, this is an all ages comic. It's Goldie Vance, volume one by Hope Larson, Brittany Williams, and Sarah Stern. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my spectacular audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books in all the backlist and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the InfoFile, as in the lover of information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, happy holidays, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Happy reading.